you guys can go ahead and also let me know uh, where you are signing in from. Uh, give us your, uh, your country, your city, and also let us know what you do for a living. That, that's also very helpful. I say this, of course, in every webinar, but it's really good to know where you are and, and what you do for a living. So go ahead and share that, share that with us. Just want to make sure that, that you're all able to see and hear me just fine. Okay. Very good, very good. Let's just check. The UK, yes, you can hear the business process executive. All right. Good, good, good. So hopefully you've had a chance to watch or listen to uh, the webinar that we did a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things I'm going to do is make sure that you get a copy of that uh, webinar. I didn't like the video quality, so I didn't really post the video, but I do have the audio and I have posted that on, on YouTube and I sent out a link to it via email. So I'm also going to send a link to that last webinar um, or for the last webinar. I'm going to send that to you by email after this webinar, along with a link, obviously, to the replay of this one. So if you happen to be watching this and you're not here live, uh, that's okay. We do encourage you to be here live because I'll be answering some questions towards the end of this webinar. Okay, so today is really a continuation and even a, a, a more focus of some of the things we talked about in the last webinar. What I'm going to do is I'll save kind of a question and answers for the end uh, because I'm not able to really see the questions from where I'm at now. So if you have questions, please go ahead and type those into the question area. So hopefully you'll be able to see an area where where you can ask your questions, and then I'll go back and look and answer them. Uh, we prefer that you put your questions in that area as opposed to the chat, because the chat starts to get lost, right? So if you have questions, put them in the question and answer area, and I'll take a look at those towards the end. So today, we're going to be talking about what to do in the moment. So we're talking about in the moment. So a lot of people ask me this question, they say, well, Michael, what do I do in the moment when I'm stuck, when I'm stuttering, or when this is happening, whatever it is. Remember, this isn't just for people who stutter. It could be when you're anxious, when you're nervous, when you're in the conversation. What do you do in the moment? So today, we're going to do a couple of things. Number one, I'm going to be sharing with you five very specific actions or steps that you can take in the moment. Then I'm going to share with you around five action steps, whatever you want to call them, that you can do to help prevent those moments from happening or to help diminish or decrease them, okay, decrease the frequency of those moments. And that's really what's more important. So we're going to do that. I'm going to give you five and five. I'm also going to uh, email you, and I'll, I'll mention it verbally, but I'm going to email you a link to a resource. In fact, I'll just tell you what that is now. It's uh, Performing Under Pressure. Some of you have heard me talk about this before. It's called Performing Under Pressure. 
It's an excellent, excellent resource. Here's the thing. Here's what's so funny. Pro90D predates that book, right? But when I got the book a few years ago, it looked like I said, did these guys go through my program? <laughs> right? And these are, these are scientists and so forth. And it's very well researched, very well documented. It expands, even provides more strategies than even I've provided. But what it does is it supports all the things I'm going to be telling you today, as well as the entire Pro 90 speech. It supports it with research and it expands it. So this is a book that you want to get. When I got the book, I said, okay, I think people are going to think that I just copied the program from this book. And I, I didn't because our program predated that book. So it's an excellent, excellent resource. I mean, it's, you can just call it a companion to the Pro 90 d It's called Performing Under Pressure. Okay, you want to get that. So I'm going to give you a link to that. I would recommend you get uh, the, the book itself, right, the written version, and the audio so that you can listen to it over and over. So I'm going to give you that and a replay, of course, to this webinar. You'll get the video and the audio. All right, so let's get started. Notice that uh, many of you did reply to the email in terms of what you do in the moment. And some of you said that some of the things that you do work sometimes, but not all the time. Uh, some of you mentioned things about that you, you stop, you pause, you take a breath. Um, so all kinds of different strategies and techniques and things that you do, again, some of which work and some don't work. Some don't work all the time. So uh, you may hear me mention a couple of those things today. But today, we're going to look at five strategies, if you will. I call them strategies. They can be strategies. They can be steps. They can be very specific actions. I'm going to give you the what and the how. The what and the how. And this is going to be for what you do in the moment. All right. So the first one is to shrink the importance. Shrink the importance. Shrink the importance. So shrink the importance of what? Well, you're going to shrink the importance of what, what you're doing, right? Shrink the importance of who's there and how important you think it is. What do I mean by shrink the importance? So this is, this is a very, very common example. Let's just say that you're in a meeting and you're either giving an update, giving a presentation, or you just want to make a comment. And let's say that you're your senior, your supervisor, your manager, the president, right? Someone really important is there. What's happening is that you are seeing the importance of that situation and the people who are there. You're seeing that importance in such a way that it's causing you to become anxious and overly self-conscious, which then interferes with your performance. It actually distracts you from performing well, from saying what you want to say, from being relaxed. Because you're literally blowing up the importance. Just, oh, wow, the president's going to be there. My manager's going to be there. Oh. And so then we start thinking, well, what are they going to think of me? I hope that I perform well. I hope that I don't sound silly. I hope I sound intelligent. I hope I say the right thing. I hope I don't get stuck. I have to say these words. I hope I don't get stuck on these words with them here. Right? So we start getting distracted with all of those thoughts. 
because we are actually blowing up the importance of the people who are there. Not that they're not important, but what we're doing is we are actually blowing it up more than we need to. Okay. So what this does is it puts us under greater pressure than we need to be under in that particular moment. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to shrink the importance. Now, what do I mean by shrink the importance? So now I'm going to give you some, something very specific that you can say to yourself that you can think. And that is, you want to say to yourself, for example, uh, I don't really care who's there. I'm going to take my time and say what I want to say. Right? So this is one example, and I've had many, many clients do this. And you can rephrase this and you can reword it. Maybe you don't like that wording, and that's okay. But when you say this to yourself, it does several things, right? It puts you back into control. You feel more confident. You're shrinking the importance of who's there and the importance of the moment in your mind. You're saying, you know what? I don't care if the president's here. I don't care if the president of the company's here. I don't care if the president of the country's here. I'm still going to take my time and say what I want to say the way that I want to say it. So you keep reminding yourself of this. Okay, you keep reminding yourself of this. And what begins to happen is now, instead of thinking about, oh, they're way up there and oh, they're, you know, this status and that status, and you start thinking, you know what? I can, I'm in control. It doesn't matter who they are. I'm going to take my time. Let me give you an example. I had a client who I work with from Bahrain several years ago, and he actually went over to China to begin to teach. And he used this technique because he went, actually not to teach, I did have a client to go to China to teach, but this particular guy went to learn Chinese. So now he's in the middle of our program uh, working on his speech. He struggled with stuttering as well. And then in the middle, he went to China to learn Chinese. So this was super challenging for him at first. And so in class, he would have to read aloud, he'd have to say something aloud. And, and initially it got to him, right? But what he eventually did is he started saying this to himself. He said, you know what? They're, they love to hear me speak. They love to hear me speak Chinese, Mandarin, Cantonese, whatever it was. They love to hear me speak. The teacher loves to hear me speak. She's actually waiting for me to speak. So what he did is he put himself in a superior position, not in an arrogant way, right? And of course, this is not something he said aloud. Hey, you guys love to hear me speak. I'm, I'm amazing. He didn't do that. But in his head, he said, you know, I'm an amazing speaker. They are, they're waiting for me to speak. So he, in a sense, shrunk the importance of the moment. He put himself in a superior position. Said, I love this. They're going to love this. And it made him feel more relaxed and made him feel more confident. So there's various ways that you can do this, that you can shrink the importance of the moment. You can shrink the importance of the moment by putting yourself in a superior position. Once again, you don't say this aloud because people will think that you're arrogant um, and you're not being disrespectful. And you're just saying, hey, I'm a superior speaker. People love to listen to me speak. They're going to love this, right? I mean, I've got something really important. So you do it that way. And another way that you can, you can do both of these is just, I don't really care who's here. I'm just going to say what I need to say, right? Very, very important, very powerful technique. Something that you can do in the moment, in the moment while it's happening. Now, remember, all of these things, in fact, let me, um, let me share this with you. And think of this like a principle or a law. 
something that I want you to understand and believe, something I want you to understand and believe. And that is that you are absolutely in control of what you think, how you feel, and how you act, or how you behave, or how you respond, or how you react, okay? What you think, how you feel, and how you act. Sometimes our feelings take a little longer to control or change, right? But our thoughts are something that we have instant control, instant access to, as well as our actions and our behaviors. And so with our thoughts and with our actions, we can eventually change how we're feeling. All right. So what that means is that you have to understand, hey, I can, with, with a little conscious effort, control what I'm thinking in the moment. Because if you don't understand that, if you're not aware of that, then you won't do it. What you'll do is you'll operate off of your, your normal, your default programming. Your default programming is to feel a certain way. It's to act a certain way, simply to respond. But what we're doing, Pro90 Speed Systems, we're helping you write a new program. So you have to understand, I can't control what I think in the moment. I can't control eventually what I, what I feel. And I can control my actions. So we're going to get to some of those things. So remember that. So here's, here's a secret. What you do immediately determines what you do eventually. I'll be repeating this over and over. So just remember this. This is... I've not heard this anywhere, but I'm sure that someone else said it, but I'm saying it now so you can attribute this to Michael Williams. What you do immediately determines what you do eventually. Okay. So what you start doing in the moment, that is if you want your speech to be better, if you want to have better moments in the future, then you have to start doing certain things differently right now, right? What you do immediately is going to determine what you do how you feel, how you think, I act. eventually, all right? So number one, shrink the importance. I gave you a couple of different ways that you can do that. One of them includes what you say to yourself. All right, the next thing is to slow everything down. Slow everything down, okay? You want to slow everything down. Now, this is where you're going to take control over your, over your body, right? And this is a strategy or technique that I currently use, a tactic that I currently use. If, for example, I'm doing a presentation, a public presentation, uh, what I'll tend to do is I'll start almost super slow. I slow everything down. So if I'm feeling a little anxious or excited, I will slow everything down. I'll slow my breathing down. We'll talk about that in a moment. I'll slow my body movements down. I'll slow everything down. So what you want to do is in the moment, if you find that you're getting stuck, if you find that you're not able to say what you want to say, slow everything down. Now, you may try one of these and it might not work. That's why I'm going to give you five of them. You might try this one. That doesn't work. Try this. All of a sudden, this one works. You may try this one in a different situation. It may not work. And then you come back and try it. And this other one works in it. So you want to have a variety of tools in your toolbox that you can use. But remember, these are all techniques. These are all strategies. 
ultimately what you want to do is decrease, diminish, hopefully eliminate the need to use these tools. Right? We don't want to be using tools and techniques our entire life every time. We want to diminish the need. And I'll give you some examples of that. But slow everything down. So this is an example of your controlling your actions, your behaviors. You have to understand that you can move slower. If you're not moving, start moving. If you're moving too fast, slow your movements down, right? If you're speaking, you can slow down the way you speak. You just have to tell yourself, I can slow my speech down. You have control, right? And the more you do it immediately, like right now, you just start trying to slow your speech down, the better you'll be able to do it eventually, okay? Remember that. The more you start trying to do it immediately, the more you'll be able, the better you'll be able to do it eventually. So if you don't start trying to do it now, don't expect to be able to do it later, eventually. All right, so slow everything down. Slow everything down. Slow the way you move. Slow the way you're speaking down. And slow this next one down, which is, Right. We want you to breathe. Okay. We want you to breathe. So many of you said you forget to breathe or you try to breathe, right? So what you want to do is remember in the moment you want to slow down your breathing and you want to make sure that you're breathing deeper, that you're breathing deeper. You're breathing more rhythmically, more regularly, more continuously. Often what happens to people, and this is kind of a physiological reaction, is when people become anxious, their breathing gets shorter, right? They, breathe, they start breathing from the, sh from the chest, or they almost stop breathing. Now, obviously, you're breathing, or you'll fall out. You'll faint, right? So people start breathing more, sh more shallow, okay? Their, their breath is shallow. You want to understand that that's what's going on, and... We're going to talk about this in just a little bit, but you want to break that pattern. You want to break that pattern, you want to interrupt that breathing pattern, and you want to stop and take a deep breath, right, in the moment. I'll give you an example. Many, many years ago, uh, gosh, this had to be maybe eight years ago, I remember I was working as a relationship coach, and I was talking with um, an administrative assistant. We were having this great conversation. I was really excited about what I was saying, and I just started stumbling over my words. I wouldn't even call it stuttering, but I was just stumbling over my words because I was so excited. And so I broke that pattern. Again, we'll talk about this. I broke the pattern. I literally shook my hand. I was like, whoo. I took a breath. I said, let me start over. I'm just starting to like stutter here, right? So then I started speaking smoothly after that, right? So sometimes you have to do something. You have to break the pattern, interrupt the pattern. And one of the things, one of the ways that you want to do this is remind yourself, right? You have to tell yourself, this is where you're controlling your thinking. Tell yourself, breathe, breathe, breathe. Remember to breathe, breathe, take a breath. Make yourself take a breath, take a breath, right? So you want to breathe deeper and breathe more continuously, okay? Breathe. All right. 
What's the fourth one here? Okay. The fourth one is you want to use a trigger word or phrase, right? You want to use a trigger word or phrase. Now, many of my clients have told me that this is one of the things that they do is they, because I ask them, and I say, okay, what did you do right now to cause yourself to speak smooth? And they say, well, I just reminded myself to slow down, right? Simple as it. So in the moment, right, we're doing this in our sessions. I say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to speak this way. Okay. So then they do it. I go, great. What were you thinking? What were you telling yourself? Right? They say, oh, I was telling myself to relax. I was telling myself to slow down. I was telling myself to extend my words or whatever. Or I was thinking about how you would speak, how you would say this. So I'm going to use a trigger word or phrase to trigger, if you will, right? whatever it is, the action that you want to take, you want to use that word or phrase. You want to keep repeating it over and over. So here are some examples of words that you can tell yourself. You can go, you can say slow, say slow, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. You can say, take your time, take your time. You can say, relax, relax, relax. You might think of a word like flow, 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 flow. You can think of rhythm and flow. Let me speak with the rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. So there's, you pick a word, you pick a phrase that will trigger smooth speech for you, and you keep repeating that phrase. And you may have a couple that you say to yourself in the moment, in the moment. So one of the things that you have to do is you'll have to set an intention to be more conscious of the fact that you're thinking and what you're thinking in the moment. Okay, because if not, you will default to either not thinking and simply responding. So you're in a meeting, you have to say certain words, and all of a sudden you don't even think about it. You just get stuck and just do whatever you used to do. So you have to start being more conscious of, okay, what am I thinking right now? How am I feeling? What am I doing? Let me change what I'm thinking. Let me change what I'm telling myself. Let me change what I'm doing in the moment. So use a trigger word or phrase, slow, relax flow. Think like water, right? You know how water flows, water flows. So if there's an obstacle, water's going to go around it, under it, over it, right? It's going to keep flowing. It might come back and then go in again, right? It's going to flow. So if you think about how water flows, you can compare that with your speech. So sometimes it's an image that you can think, right? It's an image that you can pull up that will help you, or it's something that you say, or it's both, okay? Now, this last one, we've been talking about it all along, so let's talk about it again. You want to interrupt, interrupt, and redirect. Interrupt and redirect. So what do I mean by interrupt? Well, I did a program some years ago, and I talked about breaking the loop. So here's what I see. I see people who are speaking, they come upon a word that they block on, they can't say, and so they try to push through the word. That's what they've been used to doing. So this is a pattern that they've developed when you're speaking. 
they continue to do the same thing, right? So we all know that if, generally speaking, if you do the same thing, you're probably going to get the same outcomes, the same results, generally speaking, right? So if you're speaking and you come upon a word or letter or phrase, or even if you, you, you're thinking something like, oh, I got to introduce myself, I got to say this, and all of a sudden you activate this pattern of thinking, that that's going to continue unless you interrupt it. It's called a pattern interrupt, pattern interrupt. So you interrupt your pattern of thinking or your pattern of speaking in the moment, which means you got to do something different. So you interrupt it and then you redirect it. So here's what I mean. And in fact, I mentioned this earlier. You're speaking and you find, okay, here's a word that's not coming out. Immediately, you got to interrupt that pattern or you'll try to push it out as you might usually do. So you break the pattern by doing something different, right? And sometimes, let me just give you a handful of examples. One way is to give yourself flexibility, right? The more options you have, some of you have heard me say this before, the more options you have, the freer you feel. And the freer you feel, the more relaxed and confident you feel and the better you're going to perform. If you only have one option in your mind, you're going to feel more anxious, more nervous, more stressed in that situation. Because there's only one way. Like if someone has to say their name, I can only say my name one way and it has to be my name and it's a letter that I have a hard time saying. So now you feel stuck. You've boxed yourself in a corner. But if you think, wow, there's lots of different ways I can say my name, I have to say my name or I have to say this, there's lots of different ways I can go about saying it. I don't just have to say my name or I don't just have to, for example, you have a question, what time does the meeting start? So as soon as you think about the question, what time does the meeting start? And you feel like the word what doesn't want to come out of your mouth, then you feel stuck. Now you're either going to try to push out the word what, feel the block, or you're going to do whatever. So you give yourself options. You interrupt that pattern of thinking and speech. You say, wait a minute, there's lots of different ways I can say what time does the meeting start, right? So when you think like this, what you're doing is you're rigging the game in your favor. When you think like I have to say what you're boxing yourself in, you're stacking the odds against yourself. Stack the odds in your favor by saying, wait a minute, there's several different ways I can find out what time the meeting starts. The goal is to find out what time the meeting starts. It's not to say what time does the meeting start. So I can say, for example, so what time does the meeting start? And what time does the meeting start? Okay, uh, let's see, what time does the meeting start? Or I can say, so the meeting starts at what time? The meeting starts at what time? Bill, the meeting uh, that we're having this afternoon starts, starts when, right? Lots of different ways you can say you give yourself the flexibility and it doesn't sound strange at all. I guarantee you if I were to say um, the meeting's going to start at what time? You're not going to think anything of it. You're not, oh, that's strange. You should have said, well, what time does the meeting start? No. You give yourself flexibility to say it because the goal is to find out what time the meeting starts, right? It's not to say it a certain way. And same thing with introducing yourself and I've done this in many, many videos. And believe it or not, someone says, oh, well, you're doing this and you're adding this. But the idea is to take the pressure off. Remember, it's strategic. It's not just about using that technique for the rest of your life. It's strategic in that 
you're taking the pressure off of yourself in the, in the moment. You're giving yourself options in the moment. And you're creating a flow, a rhythm and a flow to your speech so that you actually start to see yourself and experience yourself saying the things that you want to say smoothly. Yes, maybe you added a so or a, a word or something. Maybe you changed it around. You still said this, you just changed it around. And then, but now you see yourself as, I can say whatever I want to say, right? And, and you don't make a big deal out of it. So guess what happens? I had a young lady that I work with. I started working with her. Uh, it's probably been a good year and a half now. Severe, severe when she came to me. Um, very, very smart. She was uh, in Spain um, taking Spanish for like a year or two. And uh, now I think she's in the U.S. And she said, you know, I always struggle to say my name. And she struggled to say a lot of things, and her name was one of them. So she wrote me recently and said, I can say that 90-some percent of the time now I can say my name smoothly. That's smoothly. So that means that this, the other percentage of the time, even though she might struggle a little bit, she can still say it. Right? It still comes out, just maybe doesn't come out as smooth as the other 90-some percent of the time, whereas before it might have been 90% of the time she couldn't say it or she had a problem or she had to push it out. Does that make sense? It's a big difference. So using some of the techniques, the tactics that I'm sharing with you, she started to see herself able to say her name. She started experiencing saying her name until now she probably doesn't have to use a so or my name is and say her name, right? And if she feels like it's not going to come out, then she can use an introductory word. Either way, she's still saying her name smoothly, right? Either way. So interrupt the pattern, the thinking pattern, the speaking pattern. So one way is to simply change the way you're going to say it. I'm not saying switch words or don't say what you want to say. You can say exactly what you want to say. Just give yourself some flexibility to add a little word in front of it, to add a sound, to turn it around. What time is the meeting? The meeting is at what time, right? That's okay to do. Now, if you're stuck in that, well, that's not okay, I don't want to do it, that's okay. You don't have to take, you have to take my advice. Remember, this is strategic. We're doing this to help create a flow and to change your speaking identity in the sense, oh, I can say what I want to say. I'm flexible. So what if I say it? So, so what if I say it that way? I can still say it. All right. Very important that you learn to interrupt, break the pattern. So what I shared with you earlier when I was speaking, I felt like I was getting stuck. I just shook it off, laughed, laughed it off. I interrupted the pattern. I broke the pattern. So find ways to interrupt and redirect. Interrupt and then redirect. you got to go in a different. So if you're speaking monotone, start inflecting. If you're speaking low, speak a little higher. If you're speaking loud and high, then lower your voice. If you're not moving, move, right? If you're moving too fast, slow it down but do something different than what you are doing now and do it immediately or else you'll simply continue to push the word out and get the same results. Makes sense, right? So shrink the importance, slow everything down, remember to breathe, use a trigger word or phrase, interrupt and redirect, okay? Very important. Um, okay, so here's something that we mentioned earlier. Uh, that I'm going to say again. It's a secret. Not really a secret, but I'm just call this a secret. And it is what you do immediately determines what you do eventually. Okay? 
So let me, I'm just going to write that one down because that's really important. Okay. So what you do immediately, right, determines what you do eventually, what you do immediately determines what you do eventually. So that means that you're going, that if you want to have more successful moments in the future, tomorrow you want to start speaking a little better. Next week you want to start speaking a little better. That means that you need to start doing what, when. You need to start doing something different, some of the things that we talked about and some things we're going to talk about in just a moment. You need to start doing those things now, right? So what you are going to start doing immediately right now is going to determine what you do eventually tomorrow, next week. Okay? So if you don't do anything consistently right now, every moment, when is right now? It's right now. A minute from now, when will right now be? It'll be minute from now to be in that moment. What about an hour, five hours from now to be then, right? So what you do in each of those moments is going to determine how well you're able to perform uh, tomorrow, next week, next month, okay? It's got to be consistent. So I'm going to give you five things that you can do to help you in the long term because this is the key, right? You can use all of the, the techniques, the, the tactics, the strategies I gave you earlier. For sure, that's going to help. But what we really need to do is we really need to be doing something that's a little more long-term. So I'm going to give those to you. Don't worry if you can't quite read all of these. But number one is to practice under what? Practice under Pressure. Practice under pressure. Practice under pressure. Very important, at the end of this webinar, I'm going to share with you a newly created opportunity that we have to help you practice under pressure. Here's what I've seen. Personal experience, research back this up, backs this up, and I've seen it in my clients. Those clients who practice under pressure, and you can consider every speaking opportunity as a practice opportunity every time. In fact, one of the things that you'll learn is to reframe your, your opportunities, your speaking situation, reframe them. So instead of looking at this as a, as a problem or as, oh my God, I got to go do this. Oh, oh my goodness, I, I get an opportunity. So challenge is I get an opportunity to actually practice ordering this coffee or saying my name, right? So you wanna practice under pressure. Every time you open your mouth, it's practice time. It's, it's an opportunity for you to practice. You put yourself under pressure because if you don't, you will not develop the confidence that you need to perform well. And so I want you to go back and listen to the webinar from a week or two ago. One of the things that we talked about is confidence, right? Confidence. 
and kind of where it comes from. So test, prove, approve, trial, right? Which can be painful or at least uncomfortable. In order for you to be confident, when you're confident, you and I know that there are times when we feel confident we perform better. Not 100% of the time, but a lot, if not most, right? We feel more confident, we perform better. Part of this has to do with the placebo effect because we believe it, everything in our system uh, gears up and supports our ability to actually perform well, to do things that we didn't think we were able to do. I've talked to people who have watched my videos or listened to my audios and have gone fluent, probably not just me, but gone fluent for days and weeks and months, right? So part of that has to do with the placebo effect and their belief, their hope, their confidence. So you, in order for you to develop confidence, you have to test yourself. You have to prove through the testing that you can do it, right? And when you prove, you're approved. Now, part of the testing and the proving is what we call trial, right? So, it's a trial, which means it's, it's something where you're gonna be a little uncomfortable. You might be a lot uncomfortable, might be painful. That's a part of testing and proving yourself, okay? So it's something that you have to go through, and if you don't, you simply will not have the confidence that you need to speak well. So that means if you struggle speaking on the phone, what do you have to do more of? Speak on the phone. If you struggle um, introducing yourself, if you struggle uh, speaking up in meetings, if you struggle to give presentations, what do you have to do more of? All of those things. But you don't just do them repeating the same patterns that you, because all you're simply doing there is reinforcing failure. You want to make sure that you're doing something immediately every day that's preparing you to perform whatever that task is better, right? So if it's making presentations, you say, what do I need to do to level up my presentation skills? What do I need to do to improve my speaking style, style and structure? How can I improve my speaking style? Okay, let me learn, let me practice that now. How can I improve the way I structure presentations? Let me learn that and practice that now. Now I'm learning it, I'm practicing it, now I need to go practice it under pressure in front of real people, right? And if, because if you don't, you'll never prove, approve, you'll never have the confidence that you need. So practice under pressure. It is critically important to practice under pressure. This next one here is to practice when you don't feel like it, when you don't feel like it, or when you don't want to. You don't feel like it when you feel like you don't need to, okay? And what do I mean by that? I'm going to be very specific with this one. Using your new speaking, I call it your new speaking style, your smooth speaking style. You may be around people around whom you feel totally relaxed and you really don't struggle with your speech. Family, friends, whomever. 
uh, could be situations at work where you're doing a meeting and your manager, or your senior is not there, so you're doing a great job, right? So you feel like, well, I don't need to use my new style here. I don't need to practice now because I'm fine. Here's the problem with that. If you try to use your new style of speaking under pressure and you haven't been practicing it all along, that is in no and low pressure, it's probably not going to work. Okay, because when you're under pressure, you'll tend to default to whatever it is that you usually do, right? Just physiologically, it's more difficult to use our thinking brain, our prefrontal cortex, to think consciously, okay, I need to do this. I need to think this in the moment. It's more difficult to do that because our prefrontal cortex starts to shut down when we're anxious, when we're under stress, when we're pressure, right? It starts to shut down. We stop being able to think as critically as we need to. So it's really difficult to try to implement something new when you're under pressure. So what do you have to do? You have to implement it. You have to practice when you're under no pressure or low pressure. So that means doing it even when you don't feel like it, when you don't feel like you need to. I don't need to speak this way when I'm with my family or friends. Well, yes, you do. Because if you want to be able to perform well, when you're under pressure, then you have to practice performing this way when you're not under pressure, okay? So that way, it starts to become a habit. It starts to become something that your brain gets used to, your body, your system gets used to. So then when you're under pressure, you're more capable of implementing it, all right? How important is that? So you have to do it all the time, not just when you need to do it, like not just when you think you need to do it. You may think, I don't need to do it now because I'm relaxed, I'm speaking well. You still need to do it then. Do it all the time until it becomes natural. All right, let's look at this next one here. This next one is, and this is another way to practice on Practice on video, right? On video. The mirror, but video is better. Okay, practice on video. So why do you practice on video? Because if you're practicing, whatever it is, you're practicing conversations, you're practicing presentations, you're practicing speaking up in the meetings, we call this free flow speaking. What you're doing is you're, you're putting yourself under a little bit of pressure. You're on video, you become a little more self-conscious, which is what you want. You want to become self-conscious when you're, so you can learn to stay focused and relaxed and not be as self-conscious, at least not in a negative way, right? So you put the video there, you tell yourself, okay, someone's gonna look at this, right? Someone's gonna see this video. You start to feel a little more self-conscious, start to feel a little more anxious. And so then you train yourself to be able to perform well in video. The other thing though, is you're, you can go back and evaluate yourself on video. If you're in the mirror, you can't evaluate yourself after the fact. You can evaluate yourself while you're doing it, which is great. So do it in the mirror, right? Practice in the mirror, but practice on video. Go back, watch it. Now, here's the other thing with, with, with any of these, really, practicing under pressure, practicing. One of my clients said this to me the other day, Nikhil, actually. He said, you know, good thing about practicing under pressure is you get to learn what you're thinking and feeling in the moment. Like, what, okay, what was I thinking? What am I thinking? How am I feeling? How am I responding? And then you learn how to monitor that, how to change it in the moment. So the more 
you practice under pressure, the more you get used to it. This is supported in that book that I told you about, about performing under pressure, right? Supported, lots of studies done. Training, military training, special ops training, practice under pressure, under fire. Um, they train dogs to do this, they train people to practice them so that you can perform well under pressure, right? So have to learn how to do that. Practice on video. The other thing with video is you develop a stronger, healthier identity of yourself. You see yourself, generally speaking, when people first see themselves or hear themselves on video, they're like, ooh, they cringe, they don't really like it. But after a while, and after you start to improve, you start to like how you look and sound. Now, what does this do? Well, it's important because if you like the way you look and sound on video, then guess what you're going to project when you're talking to other people? You're going to project that you're comfortable with yourself, with how you speak, who you are, what you look like. You're going to project that, and other people then will sense that. They'll sense that vibe, that vibration, and they'll reflect that back to you that, oh, he's comfortable, so I'm comfortable. He likes the way he speaks. I like the way he speaks, right? So it goes like that. Very important. Practice on on video. Now, number four, number four. So you want to mentally and physically rehearse. Now, I'm not going to spend really any time on this because we talked about this last in the last webinar. But one thing that you want to do is mentally rehearse whatever you're going to do. So if it's a presentation that you've come up, a meeting, you mentally rehearse it, you go through it in your mind, you see yourself doing it, and you physically rehearse it. You literally practice speaking aloud, doing whatever it is, right? So you mentally and physically rehearse whatever it is that you're doing. Again, lots of research to back mental rehearsal and obviously physical rehearsal. So check out the um, webinar I did a couple of weeks ago, I talk about this a little more, and we'll be doing more on this as well, mentally and physically rehearse, right? If you do that, everything that you, that you do immediately is going to determine how you perform eventually. So if you're mentally and physically rehearsing, right, practicing, visualizing, so and you start doing that now every day, that's immediate, and what happens is all of your future moments start becoming better and better. You start performing better in the future eventually, right? All right, last one here is to, you want to see all speaking situations as a challenge but a positive one, or an opportunity, right? Opportunity. So you want to you want to see every speaking situation as a positive challenge. Wow. Okay, I get to do this to practice. You want to see it as an opportunity. I have the opportunity to practice to speak. So when I go out. I'll go out and I'll just talk to people, talk to people that I don't know because I see it as a challenge and an opportunity to continue to improve my ability to communicate with people that I don't know and just to improve my ability to communicate. So I see it all as challenges and opportunities.
okay? So once you see it that way, as opposed to avoiding speaking situations, you embrace them, right? You embrace them and you create them, right? So you create more and you embrace them. Make sense? And if you don't do that, if you don't embrace and create, then what happens is you start avoiding and when you avoid, you short circuit the building of your confidence and the improvement of your performance because you're not practicing when you need to. You're not practicing under pressure. You're not practicing when you don't need to, right? You're not practicing when you need to. Does this make sense? All right. So now, here are the next steps. Then I'm going to slide over to my computer and answer some questions for about the next um, eight minutes or so. Here are your next steps. Option one, this option's essentially for everyone. Second option will be for only a few select people. Option one, practicing under pressure. Gotta practice under pressure, right? And what I find is that people who are able to perform well making presentations, now this doesn't mean that there are some people who can rehearse their presentation, memorize, do really well, and still not speak well in conversations. Pro 90 speech system, if you are practicing all the time, you'll be able to speak well in presentations and conversations. But what I find is that when you are speaking well in presentations, it exponentially boosts your confidence and it spills over into your conversations. Most of my clients who do really well, they're out there speaking when all eyes are on them. They're creating and taking advantage of opportunities to speak when all eyes are on them, right? Okay, so here's option one. If you already haven't done this, I want to encourage you now, Myra's going to post the link, okay? She's going to post the link for our basic course, basic self-study course plus with a WhatsApp Zoom group. We call this a smooth speech club. It's the Pro 90 Smooth Speech Club. And it's a WhatsApp group that uh, you become a member of. And one of the things that we're going to be doing, that, that we're starting to do, is posting presentations on videos. But more than that, we have a live Zoom session, almost like we're doing now, but people's videos will be activated, where you get to practice live. So our next one that we're having is in February. And we already have four people signed up. I'm kind of capping it at four people this time. So we already have four people who are signed up to present. So think of it like a Pro 90 version of Toastmasters. And this can supplement Toastmasters. Uh, hopefully, there'll be some ways where it's even better because you're going to have a very, very specific, a very, very specific strategy and system that you can then practice live. Um, Toastmasters has some amazing resources. I recommend all my clients go to Toastmasters, even still with this. But this is virtual because we have clients all over the world. So think of it like a virtual Toastmasters. We call it the Smooth Speech Club, Smooth Speakers Club. And so you're going to be able to come in, um, and in these live sessions, you sign up, you do a presentation, we give you feedback, puts you under pressure. You learn how to perform while under pressure. If you don't, you're not going to have the confidence that you need. So this gives you a safe environment to do that. So Myra's going to post the link. If there's any problems with, with that link or anything, let me know, and I'll, I'm going to get it out to you anyway. So, so you're going to get the basic course. It's 169 And then um, 
A month later, you'll be billed $19.97. That's $19.97 per month. Cancel any time, but there's a minimum three-month commitment. Why? Because if you get in there one month, you say, this isn't for me, you, you won't know it's not for you because you haven't really tried it, right? So it's a three-month minimum commitment. Then after that, you can cancel at any time. So we want to make sure, that's why I do my programs for 90 days. want to make sure that you actually use it and don't get in and say, ah, you know, this is not working. You can't possibly know if it's not working. So it's 169 one-time payment, lifetime access, and 19 bucks a month to participate in this virtual Toastmasters, if you will. It's not Toastmasters, and I really have to stop using the word, but it's our Smooth Speakers Club. Evaluation, feedback, opportunities, it's a community. People have been asking me for this for years, so we are finally launching it. So that's option one. That's basically for everyone. So if you're already doing the self-study and you're not in that group, it's $19.97 a month. We'll send you out a special link for that, okay, just to join that club if you already have the self-study. If you don't, one time, $169, 19 bucks a month, all right? Something that you want to do, I'll be there. Coaching clients will be there. Mentors will be there. Evaluating feedback. It's also a time for you to ask your questions. So it's not just presentations. It's get your questions answered. You have questions about stuff. You come, get your questions answered by people who have gone through it and by me. All right. Option number two. Option number two is for a smaller group of you. Those of you who want to accelerate your progress, your professionals, you know, working on your own it's probably not going to help you get there as quickly as you would like. You want to be able to say what you want, when you want, the way you want. And you want to be able to get there sooner rather than later. Private coaching. Okay. We have three different packages that you can select from. Um, we added a new package that's uh, meeting every other week. And the, the, uh, the pricing of that one is a lot different than some of the other coaching, and it's working well. Lots of people in that now, and it's working really, really well. You got to be someone who's willing to do the work, right? Um, and so this is a good package for you. So this is for professionals who want to accelerate their progress. What we do as, as humans is we often allow ourselves to get distracted when we're working on our own. We get distracted. We get discouraged. And we choose the easiest stuff. Here's an example. Sometimes people choose just to listen to the audios and watch the videos and maybe do the affirmations, but they don't do the modeling, which is the foundation of the whole program. So they don't get all the results. When you're coaching, you're going to do the modeling. You have to do the modeling. And you're going to do it long enough to get the results if you do everything that I'm asking you to do. When you're on your own, you'll just gravitate towards doing the easier stuff. So it just takes longer and you simply sometimes don't get all the results that you want. However, coaching is not for everyone. Sometimes a self-study is the best first step. Sometimes it's the best step for you. So we want to give you an opportunity to choose a coach and I mean, to choose a self-study. That's option one. Option two is for those of you that want to accelerate this process, then you want to take a look at the coaching. Myra's going to post something um, for you there. Okay. But do something. Don't just uh, say, oh, great video. Boom, that's it. I'm just going to keep watching the videos. I mean, some of you are going to do that, and that's fine. But for those of you that want to improve your quality of life, 
take action, right? Take action because this is an investment in you and you can get a financial return from this investment because you can get better jobs. I've helped so many people get better jobs. So many people make tens of thousands of dollars more by just improving their speech in a relatively short period of time. So this is a financial investment, but it also improves your quality of life. Okay, so I'm going to slide over to my desk and answer some questions. Give me just a moment. All right. Okay. The one for the what? Uh, if you already have a basic package. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, Myra just told me if you're already a, um, a basic course member, that the link to join the WhatsApp group doesn't seem to be working. So, I will fix that and then send you out a better link in the email in just a few minutes. So let's just answer a few questions here. Just have a few. Everyone, what's to be like Mike? Everyone wants to be like Mike. Okay. Uh, how does the user group work if you already have the basic package? Okay, great. So if you already have the basic package, then I will send you out a link to join the WhatsApp group and the, um, the Smooth Speakers Club. So watch for your email, and I'll send those out. Any other Questions, uh, let's see. Great, great, great. All right, someone says that this is a terrible platform. Try to use Telegram. All right, how does this work if you already have the basic package? Tell me the book's the name. Okay, I'm also gonna send you the name of the book, which is called Performing Under Pressure. Now, with regards to this platform, I've been using this for years now to conduct my uh, coaching sessions for years, and it seems to be the very best platform out there. Sorry that it's not working for you. Uh, would love to know why you think it's a terrible platform, what's not working for you. Let us know what that is. Okay, good. So we don't have, I don't see any other questions, so I'm not going to hold you any longer. It's one o'clock. Go ahead and um, check your email. We'll be sending you links to everything. And again, if you're already a basic course holder or member, uh, you're going to want to join the, the club. If you don't have the basic course, you're going to want to get the course and join the club so that you can begin to practice under pressure in a safe environment using the Pro 90D speed system. Right? That's the advantage of it. Any other questions for me? Okay. Great. How does the private sessions work? Okay, great. Um, someone else has a question. Does the club meet once a month? Right now, the club meets once a month. As the participation increases, we'll probably increase it to twice a month. So right now, it's just once, but we'll probably end up increasing it to twice when we start getting more people. Private sessions. 
So we're going to send you a link where all the information is there, but essentially it depends on the package that you get. So we'll either meet once a week for 60 minutes, depending on your speech. If your speech is not severe, we can meet once a week for 30 minutes. Uh, if it's even less severe, if it's just purely situational, then we can meet once every other week for 30 minutes, which works out really well, believe it or not. And all the pricing is on the website. And as I explained earlier, uh, what I help you do is I help you stay accountable. I give you feedback. So we don't want to underestimate the value and power of feedback. Uh, I hired coaches myself and yeah, I can get all the material out there. It's all out there. But the experience that someone has and them getting to know me can save me years of time and thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. So you're going to be getting feedback from me that will help save you time and accelerate your process. Um, and I'll be evaluating you. Right? I'll be evaluating. So the value of that can't be underestimated. Yes, you can do this on your own. The problem is that many people don't. And uh, so some of the most wealthiest, successful people in the world get coaches. Why? They're smart. They can do it on their own. But no one can do everything on their own. So accountability, evaluation, feedback. Also, people want to quit. They try it. They try it for a little while. They try something. doesn't work. Coach keeps you encouraged. All right. Any other questions? Did I answer your questions? Okay. If you want to set up a session with me, please make sure that you're in a position to do the coaching now, not six months, not a year from now. Make sure that you've looked, you've tried my stuff, or you feel like you're just confident, you know that this is going to work. Uh, an assessment session is not a time for me to sell you on the program. I will not do that. You already have to kind of have a sense that this will work for you. Make sure that when you set up the session, you're in a position financially to take advantage of at least one of those packages now. Okay, could be 30 days from now, but it needs to be pretty much now. So if you're thinking about doing it next year or several months from now, wait and set up your session when you get closer. All right. Okay, any other questions? All right, thank you so much for being here, and we will see you guys. Please check your email. I'll be sending you out something ASAP.